Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. Just the clap. Oh, wow, that's a great start now, isn't it? I was going to say, I am Deb, and this David Cross-looking gentleman with me is Doug. Hello. So I actually, uh, for our inaugural podcast, had a thought, and it's a little trip down memory lane, if you will, about one of the first times that we ever hung out. We were outside on the patio at the wine bar after we'd all gotten done. And this was the same night that there was that drunk driving accident across the street. Is this when I saved the person from the flaming car? No, that did happen that night, but that's not what this is about. And no, it's not about that regular stealing your cigarettes and then singing Asia at you either. I don't remember him singing Asia. Heat of the moment. Oh, that's right. Uh, this is about before that, prick. when you were trying to <laughs> convince all of us, although it might have just been you, you were very adamant that you were going to get a tattoo across your stomach that said Prola Apostrophe Terriot. Do you not Wait. remember this? You wanted I was going to get no. I was going to get proletariat done across my shoulders. I could have sworn you wanted it like all gangster style on your stomach, and you were very adamant that it would have an apostrophe in it, so it would be proletariat. Why? I don't know. That was just what you decided at the time. However, no, I yeah, but that's true. I did want to get proletariat written across. My shoulders as as a nod to the working class and um Well at the time why well, we the, still are very working class. Where but I'm yes. That in particular time. Why in our would life, there be an apostrophe? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, no, you were very adamant about it. And that was one of the first times that we ever hung out. And that was one of those times where I'm like, Yeah, this is gonna work out. This is gonna be fun. Because <laughs> you were nerding out about what Brave New World Was it I think it was Brave New World. Was it? Yeah. Well, I've always been into, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later on, uh, always been into dystopian literature, um, even though I'm not going to go see Oblivion. Um, well, it's Tom Cruise. I it's, really it's, I can't do it. Risky also, business is one thing. But I was going to say, also, I don't know if I'd buy Morgan Freeman wearing the uh, steampunk goggles, the World War II motorcycle glasses. I just imagine it was something that a, Batman turned down. I was going to say, because it just reminds me of the man with no eyes from uh, Cool Hand Luke. And I'm like, Ehh. See, I like to think that he, um, oh, I totally had something. No, I've, I've got it. Uh, that he uh, was wearing those goggles while he narrated uh, Happy Feet. Not Happy Feet. March, March of, of the, the Penguins. Penguins. And he's like, I'm Morgan Freeman. And Andy had to go through a pile of shit and he should have been wearing these goggles. <laughs> Okay, that's all I that, that's all I got on that bit. <laughs> say that and all I can think of is the gag and family guy with a monopoly man's in jail getting beaten up by the brothers. Sisters. Sisters. Oh, was it the sisters? I, I wish sisters. I could tell yes. No, it's, I wish I could tell you the sisters left him alone. I wish I could tell you that. Have they done that gag like a nine times on that? I don't know. Or am I thinking of I'm thinking of um the robot chicken, but I can't remember who was getting beaten up. <laughs> Well, it's just the idea of the Monopoly Man in jail is pretty funny. Because I don't think the Monopoly Man would do very well. Although, he'd probably got a white-collar jail, wouldn't he? It'd be like, yeah, him and like Bernie Madoff. Yeah. He'd be Did the Monopoly guy ever have a name? I think he's just the Monopoly guy. I always thought it was Mr. Moneybags, but I think that was the guy that adopted Annie, right? No, that was Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks is the one who adopted Annie. That'd be a good porn name. Or Daddy Warfox. You want to make an Annie porno? That's yeah, like Italy or something. Oh, not okay. Would it be a musical? Yeah, why not? So I'm guessing that your budget on this would probably have to be pretty high. It's a hard cock life. Wow. Wow. 
you know, we could have we could have David not David Fincher, who's the one that's doing um do uh, Zack Snyder do the Sucker Punch style, like when the girl was in the uh, orf or not orphanage, the um was it the sanitarium? Spoiler, something like that. I always thought that Sucker Punch would be one of those conversations movies. better than that movie. Sucker Punch would be one of those movies that we should once again just do Mystery Science Theater 3000 style, where we just turn off the sound and then narrate it ourselves, because visually it's fantastic. Storyline. Um, Storyline. I wasn't, I wasn't impressed across the board on Sucker Punch. Well, what did you think was subpar about the visual? It was like, it was... Now, now see... Slither did in a good way, where every half hour it decided it was going to be a different kind of movie. Um, every half hour it was going to be a comedy, or a horror, or a science fiction, or just Michael Rooker ad-libbing being insane for 20 minutes. Fair enough. Um, but Sucker Punch was so frenetic that, and schizophrenic that I just, I could not... You're trying to tell me it's like basically watching something that has been written by six-year-old with 80 and then that happens but then then that happens but now that now we have a gun but now they're fighting ninjas and now it's like giant samurai and i'm going i can't do this like and i zack snyder I've, I'm, I'm lukewarm on, on a lot of the stuff he's done i mean i i think if i went back and rewatched watchmen right now here's the thing about watchmen <laughs> first time you watch it it's awesome gotta be careful or alan moore will pull his name off this podcast like i said the first time you watch it it's awesome and then you watch the director's cut, and you're like, man, it's it... so long. And then you go back and read the graphic novel again, and then you watch the first time again, and you're like, this is some bullshit. The... He may... I mean, he's right. It's, it's a comic that could not have been made into a movie just based on the... on the. What was the name of the issue? Was it the Fearful Symmetry, I want to say it was? The the Warshack being arrested issue. I think that's... Where the, the, the first that. page and the last page are mere images of each other, panel-wise, and so forth. So on until you get into the... Um, it was. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a double splash. I know it's that for a fact because they didn't like, do that. I feel like it was really well acted, but still. I like that. What's his name gets work now. Um, James. Oh, thank James. You for Jackie that. Earl. Is that his name? James Earl Jones. That's not James Earl Jones. He was in the Bad News Bears, right? That was a joke. <laughs> don't don't blame me on the internet. Like I said, not James Earl Jones. J- Jackie Earl. Is it just Jackie Earl? I thought he had like three names like a serial killer. He probably does. Have I mean, he looks like a, like a serial, serial killer. killer. Yeah. yeah, he did so well as Warshaw. In which one? As, as oh, he couldn't have. There was no one. I mean, he did so well. As give Warshaw. me back my face! I think I just clipped the mic. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Did so well as Rorschach. but yeah, no, it was just it's one of those things that it was well cast. There was not anyone in there that I didn't. I didn't like. Okay, I know it and was. Everybody a, wants to see Malin in the lace-sack silk, silk specter. No, once I, we've talked about this before, not on the podcast, but I thought that sex scene was gratuitous. I I liked the subtlety of Alan Moore's and and, and Dave Gibbons. In I like that that sex thing pissed us off for two different reasons. I was pissed because I don't think you should do it to Leonard, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. No, that is not a doing it song. That's a sit by yourself, drink whiskey, cry, and think about cutting yourself song. No, I could have, I could have slow fucked a chick to Leonard Cohen. I could have slow fucked, I could have slow fucked a girl to there's, uh, what is it? There's no box, there's no chocolate in the boxes. <laughs> that okay, one. Okay, that's called gold in your mind. But it's not that you couldn't do it; it's that you shouldn't do it. It's like, no one should have sex to level Terrace apart by Joy Division. It's not that you can't do it, it's that you shouldn't. I hate Joy Division. I, I don't, I, why did I say that quietly? I'm proud of that. I don't like Joy Division. You aren't allowed to have your opinions. I, 
I always appreciated when I would play um, I have a deep Dead Dead Souls, uh, the Nine Inch Nails Dead Soul cover, and and I, like I know, and I would I would go, you know, it's so nice that bands like Joy Division will take time out of their busy days to cover a Nine Inch Nails song. <laughs> Much to our co-worker Hayes's uh, well, he chagrin. Well, that one of the reasons I wanted so much of that music in the movie is because that's what he was listening to when he was writing comics. Alan Moore or Orion Zaxxon? Or... It's uh, Obar. Obar? Oh, we're on The Crow. Yes. Um, I was going to say, he listened to Joy Division a great deal when he was originally. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was sarcasm. Don't punch me! For the listeners out there, she didn't punch me. But I, I flinched thinking, regardless. I was thinking about grabbing the tiger bomb on the table for a fist pack, but I kept it to myself. Um, okay. Um, yeah. and thank you for not grabbing the matches and lighting me on fire. Um, I get scorch marks on my love seat. <laughs> this was um, a me decision, not a you decision. Love seat, yet another porn I'd, I'd, I'd like to see. Um, couldn't, I, I guess they just, I don't know, they... Sorry, is this a remake? No, that would be like Furniture Magical Comes to Life After It Gets Fucked On. Are you trying to tell me you just created the porno version of Deathbed? Yes. <laughs> love seat, the seat that loves people. I was going to say the seat that fucks, but okay. Well, then we'd have to call it fuck seat. I thought that the deathbed uh, tag was deathbed, the bed that eats people. Yes. So we'd have to have fuck seat, the seat that fucks people. But eats... Never mind. Uh-oh. What? Sorry, Trogdor's eyeballing something. Trogdor is, is Deb's giant cat. Who's um, an asshole. Who's an asshole. As all cats are. Well, yes, but I, I should have known better when I named him Trogdor. That's, that's my own fault. That one's on me. That one's on me. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Um, oh, well. You just, oh, I shouldn't have done that into the mic. Um... Can we not like water bottles, please? Can we not? Yeah. No. Um, and I, well, I'm looking across, and I was looking at your books, and there was one that I popped out where I was like, "Really, you've got a copy of that?" Now I've lost it. Well, Twilight's in there. No, <laughs> that's for another show. Um, no, it was what was it? It wasn't Vampires for Idiots. Um, that one's actually pretty funny. I've also got Physics of the Buffy verse in there someplace, I, I and the Philosophy wanna... of Twilight. But that's because I read unbiasedly, so almost anything anybody gives me, I'll read. No, it was, um... You'll also notice my preoccupation with vampires poking through my books. Don't, it's a Big topic for another there. day, yeah. Big surprise there. Oh, I focused on it, now I, I lost it. Oh, uh, Through the Looking Glass Wars. Did you ever read the, the... They did, um, a comic for that. No, I never read the comic. However, the drawings in the books are fantastic, so the comic was probably pretty visually interesting. It was Ben Templesmith. Really? Yeah. I was going to say... It was called, like, M? This wasn't the, the Hatter the guy? Yeah. Well, my problem with those books, and it's a problem I had with the Graveyard book, too, is that they're written for young adults, so it's a very... The Graveyard. Oh, oh, uh, Gaiman's. Yes, I was going to say, they're written for young adults, so it's a much more simplified plot. I wouldn't necessarily say lighter, because they're kind of dark in theme, but I just kind of wanted them to be more fucked up and interesting and detailed. It's like, it's a good story, but I want there to be another layer. Okay. And they're young adult books. That's not what they're written for. I've only so. read a half of what we're talking about, so... Um, and I vaguely remember Graveyard. Okay, how about this? Have you ever read a book that had a really great idea, but the author just wasn't up to kind of mining it to its full potential? Yes. Because there's a series that I read, which 
I'm not going to mention now because I don't want to have to explain it, where the author had a great idea and the whole story was laid out well, but her descriptive skills just weren't up to what she was trying to say. We're talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. We I'm are not talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, okay. We are talking about um, a series of books called the Fever series, and I can't think of the author right now. See how I managed to pull that out of you? What, that I read Fifty Shades of Grey? No. That you said you weren't going to mention the uh, series you were talking about and then did. Well, it's just because I didn't want to have to explain the series. Oh. But it's like she was trying to describe something, and I knew exactly what she was trying to describe, but she didn't do a good job of it. Was that so, like the syntax of like a Bulgarian immigrant? Or? It was not the syntax. It was, she was trying to describe a feeling of loss and being numb and not being able to break out of that shell. And it's just like... Do you need a better editor, or should you just not try and do this? <laughs> I think that was Let's you. see. Yeah, hold on. What is that? That's... Because this is the test recording, and that's 465. No, that was you, not me. Yeah, it's my thing. You can check your thing. I'll make you discuss it, but you can check your thing. I don't have to check it. Okay, fine. You I'm currently wearing... <laughs> I don't know why I've explained oh, this like we have thing. an audience. That I was my thing. I thought you were talking about your phone. No, no, okay. no, 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 but I want to see. I marked down the time so I could see... Um, how we're doing? Uh, well, no, um, so I can see if I can hear it. Okay. Because I'm marking down things that I do at certain times so that I can go, oh, did we hear me do that? <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I just it's one of those things where I wanted it to be better than it was. And so maybe I was just expecting too much from them. It's just... It... Okay. Maybe I've been spoiled for mediocre writers. How about that? <laughs> There are so many of them. It's weird because I was just thinking of a book that I, I was like, I need to go back and reread. Um, it's called The Electric Church. Sounds interesting. Um, it's it's very, um, it's kind of a, I mean, the, the, I mean, I got through it. It's not like I got halfway through and it was like, okay, this is terrible. But it was kind of a hacky, hacky snow crash. Um, See, that would take which, me which off because I which in itself, snow crash Which so in itself much. is a very academic um uh a very academic um uh neuromancer uh, i agree like i said i love snow crash though i think it's very well nuanced and written there are some it, parts of the it middle. that are a little bit weighty oh my god i but just the, the middle thing. of the book that combines sumerian culture and mimetic theory which i love uh mimetic theory if you've ne if you've never read you've read the invisibles haven't you yes the the part where they're um it's oh what's the name of the trade it's uh, i think it's counting to none where um boy steals the hand of is it the hand of fate <laughs> the, the, it's it's kind of the monkey's paw of the whole uh book and uh she steals it for what could be the um the bad guys and um Oh, what is it? And uh, the that cell, the main cell of the Invisibles, uh, breaks into whatever to, to steal it back, and they start talking about the extra like six letters of the alphabet. Do you remember that? Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, this is the like you know the word for for of the human brain for the off switch." And they all fall asleep, and I was like, "Fuck, that's amazing!" <laughs> and then um, to Archer reference, amazing, <laughs> and um, it's like Auschwitz in there. No way. Mauschwitz. Mauschwitz. What is this? What is? I just watched one of the episodes. It's the one. It's the first episode of the fourth season, where uh, he thinks he's Bob, and uh, he goes on the spa weekend, and he goes, 
they can't they don't make a margarita properly and he's like what is this auschwitz oh i'm sorry like you, you, you know he goes oh i'm sorry if you're jewish not jewish okay well still <laughs> oh my god is that the movie priest that's well, not the movie it's the books the comic well they're mangas but yeah okay the movie was shite they Even actually, though Carl Urban was in it. Okay, the and movie I like was Carl not Urban. good. The Carl However, Urban? the 3D yeah. on that was actually pretty decent. I've only seen... I've only seen two things in three... Three and a half things in 3D. What's the half thing? Uh, one is the, the Muppets experience in, in at Disney World Florida, which is 4D. And it's 3D, but there's also things going on in the theater, like bubbles coming down from the... I always kind of wanted to do an assholey thing where you had it be 4D, but the only 4D thing would be like dumping buckets of water on the audience. Yeah, it's more audience fun to just have bubbles instead of water. But yes. Well, it's that... just more meant because I'm a dick. Okay. Well, everything's in 4D, Dev. Fourth dimension is time. Hey, Clapeteers. Doug here. The other movies that I saw in 3D were Captain EO and The Avengers. Um, it's <laughs> drinking game for the Avengers. Take a shot every time they say Tesseract. Um, also works in Captain America. Um, ooh, I'm going to get, uh, we'll talk about how excited I am for Captain America too in a second. Um, uh, the, yeah, Winter Soldier Lou. Um, uh, which I take a uh, personal offense to what I just said to myself because I love the Winter Soldier. Um, and, um, uh, no, works for a cat. What were we on before? Tessera? We were talking about the Invisibles, and we were talking no, about Snow Priest Crash. sucks, and... and um, I was going to say, and uh, we were talking about Snow Crash, urban. and how I really love it, and you're like, it's full snow. Oh, so the, yeah, the electric church. Um, speaking of mediocrity, uh, mediocre writing. Um, okay, so what... what but I, I actually, I only, bought, I only bought it because uh, this comic artist, Jay Lee, did the cover to it, and I just, his art popped out at me, and I went, oh, I think it's the guy that did the Inhumans. Uh, with Paul Jenkins, um, and um, no, it's just it's it's very like bad guy using like a church, like which was I think the the bad guy in Snow Crash. I haven't read it in years, but I think he was kind of using like immigrants and like a church. Okay. As as his cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy was like that is trying little, to like use like hardwire people into brain being brainwashed and. Uh, it was kind of a reluctant, um, reluctant protagonist that was kind of a, kind of a down and out like a detective, uh, you know, down and out ship magnet like. Um, I'm looking Little Cr- Van. Cr- 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 I was going to say even um, uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. Little you know Philip K. Dick type of character. Odd, because I was actually just having a conversation with someone last night about how they want to read more Philip K. Dick because they saw a documentary on him. And I realized I only have one book of his in my collection, and it's not Do Androids Dream Electric Sheep. It's, um, crap. Sorry. Gonna have to yell. Yeah, it's, uh, Blow My Tears, The Policeman Said. One of his other known works. Yeah. Um, because I now remember I've you know, bought Do Androids Dream Electric Sheep at least six times, and I lend it to somebody, and it never comes back. You know, I only like movie adaptations with him with uh, Ben Affleck in it. I have an example. Paycheck. Fair enough. Uh, or Tom Cruise. Okay. Minority Report. That's not true. I don't like either of those movies. Okay, you um, don't like Blade Runner? 
I was making a joke that I only like adaptations with oh, okay. Ben Affleck or Tom Cruise. Your sarcasm is too dry. God. It's. I'm sorry. Um, no, However, uh, Blade, oh Blade Runner. Uh, oh, what's the one's Counter Reeves is really good. Uh, the one that uh, uh, Richard Linklater. <laughs> Shit. Shit. That was. Was that Dick? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I think it was. Oh, I was making a joke, but no, okay. No, I know. I, uh, oh, God. I love Johnny Mnemonic. If just. 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 Or. And I. It's one of those roles that Keanu Reeves can actually, no, you know, play. No, no. And one of those, it's, if I said I only liked it for, you're either going to think of one of two actors. You're either going to say because of Henry Rollins, but I was going to go Dolph Lundgren because I love that moment where he pops. Hey, I should have said Bad Boys 2 when you said Henry Rollins. Was he in Bad Boys 2? I didn't see it. In the very it. beginning, he plays one of the police officers, and they're going to bust the Is it a crossover with rally. the chase? No, I'm sorry. It's like I'm a, However, I'm a street prophet. He does talk about auditioning for Michael Bay, which is pretty entertaining. Oh, that yeah. I must I must find. Oh, no, you need to listen. I like to listen to Henry Rollins by work one because it keeps me more calm and less likely to scream at my coworkers. Um, who take stupid pills. That was just yesterday. Um, you can't tell me that you've never had that day where you just wake up angry and go to work angry. I had only that on day. days that end in Y. Like I said, because I had that day yesterday. I just woke up angry. And went to work and had a crappy shift. Thank God that my coworker that I work with the most is just the most mellow guy ever. And he really is the other half of my brain. Like, he and I don't actually have to talk when we work together anymore. Or else I probably would have just dissolved into a screaming mass. I got quiet angry. Ooh, that's how bad it was. It's always a fun angry. I got quiet angry. But anyways, that's not important. However, what is, is important it, is... Why is it every time I say I'm doing something at work, you assume it's a euphemism? Because I think because of that one time where you said I need both hands, you had a you had a, a two a two hand job, and I went <laughs> and job, and then everything you've said since then is just like yeah, I, I need to prep the sauerkraut, and I'm like, well, that sounds like something, something awful. like you're putting something in someone's butt. Um, well, because I think the last two words I need to prep the sauerkraut or I need to prep the red cabbage. That. Yeah. That could sound like you're about to start your uh No, there was no communist visitor. in the fun house. Thank you. Oh, my God. Was that you? No. My friend Gretchen posted that on Facebook, and I went, well, thanks well, for ruining a, fun houses for me for the rest of my well, life. It's a slang term in one of the European countries. It, I, uh, it, I think it's Sweden. I think, yeah. It's, yeah, somewhere they don't have good food. And, um... They feel fish. Bland cheese. Nah. Um... I don't know. I was going to say, I was reading um, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series recently, and it was going to say, it made me realize, A, how much I don't know about uh, Sweden. And okay, not, okay, don't take that book as Swedish culture. No, 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 but it's some of the cultural signposts in there, like when they're talking about how the government works, I'm like, I have no idea how their politics work. Or when she's talking about... Are they about, democratic? Do they have a... It's, it's a little bit more complicated than that. I'm, one of my coworkers is half Swedish, so she actually explained it to me. Which was good. But it's like I also didn't know the exchange rate, which is just dumb. But she keeps talking about eating a product called Billy's Pan Pizzas. And I'm like, what the hell are those? I wonder what those taste like. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what are Billy's Pan Pizzas? Yeah, well, I looked them up. I found pictures, but I couldn't find anything talking about it. Like I said, I just wanted to know what this, like, and it was written in the book. Like, it's one of those obvious things. Like, she was eating some DiGiorno's. Or she had, you know, I was going to say, she she put some Totino's in the freezer. And it was like... Is that hey. a thing? What? Well, like... Did no, they... it's a real it's a real product. No, I know that. I, thank you. I know it's a real product. 
I've had pizza bagels. Um, right now, I want a pizza bagel. Oh, Thanks, Doug. I know, me too. Um, I really don't. Um, but it's more like the weird things that catch you, and they're like, is that a thing? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like do they? It's like, like Totino's, like, a big thing in Sweden. Like, well, like I said, Billy Pan pizzas. And I'm like, is that something that people just don't know? I don't know. Like I said, it just made me realize. Like that he has to describe what kind of pizzas? I don't understand what you're. It's one of those things where it's like, it's very specific. And it's like, was he doing it specific for a reason? Is it supposed to tell me something about the character? And because I don't know enough about Swedish culture, I have no fucking idea. I feel like he was trying to get something across with that because it was so specific. And then someone raped the pizza. Nobody raped the pizza. You're right. Everything does come down to rape with Mm -hmm. me, doesn't it? Yep. Everything comes down to rape. Okay, you know what? Just because I was talking about Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the third season of Veronica Mars, and made you look at the bro rape video. I think that was Okay, the let's I just want to be clear for the listeners. Uh rape is not contained simply in the third season of Veronica Mars. It is an ongoing thing in all three seasons. However And it's either date rape well, it's all date rape, I guess, right? I mean No, well, well, I just told them our No, yeah, because the, the yeah. flash rape is, um, as I'm going to call it, uh, I guess Kyle Gallner is in it. Um, <laughs> well, that's, no, I was going to say, that's all, that's all, um, is that te- that's drug and alcohol related too, so I would technically call that. Is that, da- is, or would it, or would it just be rape because he wasn't, he wasn't Duncan? It's the question is, I suppose it's the definition of date rape. In my head, the definition of date rape is when you're drugged or you've had too much alcohol. See, my, my, uh, see, I would classify date rape as a first date. So I, guess I was waiting for you to stop talking just so I could get that joke out. First date? Yeah, implying that every date for me is date rape. You, Not that I'm being raped, you, but that I am raping. Do you really want to put that out there? No, that's, uh. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm being, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm having the sympathy pat and, um. You're getting shamed. Awkward silence. Awkward silence. <sighs> Not editing that out. Um, shock value just worked against me, people. Oh, well. I was going to say, but pick, yeah. Pick no. your rape words carefully, is what I'm saying. I think, if I have a message like I said, for the children. one of those, like, I'm reading books that have been translated. I feel like I'm not getting the whole story. Because there's the cultural nuances Unless you watch the I director's don't. cut of, of Watchmen. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, because I feel like I'm missing out on things that people just know from growing up in a place or from being in a country or from spending enough time there. I think Totino's is universal. I doubt there's Totino's in Europe because it is not a great product. Are we going to have an argument now about whether there's Totino's in Europe? Well, I don't have the internet, so yeah, we might as well argue about it because I can't say one way or the other whether or it's, it's like, a is thing. Is there ramen in Europe? Because if, uh, if you write a character and you describe them as eating a lot of ramen, then people know that they are either very, very financially poor or that they can't cook anything at all. So, I mean, is, is, is this Billy Pan Pizza the Swedish equivalent of ramen? I don't know. Does it signify a lack of being able to take care of yourself or basic knowledge that your parents should have imparted to you? I don't know. Well. And I'm curious. And since he died, we're never going to know. But was it a heart attack at the end of the, after he got the third book out? Um, I don't know exactly, precisely. I do know that he was with this woman for like 10 years and the family completely fucked her over. 
but she didn't get anything. So she's holding back supposedly a bunch of the stuff that he wasn't was going to write, but hadn't written about the Elizabeth series, because she has a twin sister named Camille or Camilla that really yeah. And I was going to say, and he was I'm betting going to do something with that. That was rapey. I hope not. Yeah. All I know is that a lot of people wanted to go see that movie, and I, I took perverse joy in that I had, I knew what was in the book, and a lot of my friends were like, "Oh yeah, it's like a general murder mystery," and I'm like, "Oh, she's yeah, spunky. she's got tattoos. Yeah, she's she's a spunky hacker, and it's gonna be like Angelina Jolie and hackers, like woohoo! No, and she's gonna you know. And I love that it was a Christmas release too. Why would you do that? That right was a Christmas release. Yeah. Um. I know, it's like, yeah, it's completely synonymous with Jerry Maguire. Um, Stop no. You Had Me at Rape. Um, <laughs> um, no, because like I said, I knew about the book too, which is funny, because you associate that with the laughter of people going to see that. I associate that with getting pissed off the H&M Girl with the Dragon Tattoo clothing line sold out before I could get a jacket, and I was pissed. Would you really have wanted a part of part yes, of that of a, that level of, of consumer really, really horish Yes, I would, because the jacket was fantastic. I wanted it so Did bad. it have a dragon on the back of it? It did not. It was a distressed uh, ombergine leather jacket, and I wanted it really, really bad. What was the joke I had with Dragon Tattoo with you? I don't remember. It was really bad. It was so bad I had to tell my mom. You hated it. I thought it was fantastic. I'm sure it'll come back to you later. Yeah. The dragon with the... Oh, what was it? Damn it! It'll come back to you later. That's when I was still drinking. Um... <laughs> Then you just need to get another drink in you, and you'll have to yes, memory Yes, yes. It's the, yeah. Wasn't My that friend a... Tanya refers to those as rememberies. When you remember... Rememberies? Yeah, rememberies. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, Tanya, I was going to say, Tanya Zarlingo coined that phrase. It's something that you can only remember when you're drinking. There was it's an episode of Archer about that. <laughs> terms of him rampagement? In terms of uh, El Camino full of rampage. Um, so, how's the day to do with the rampage going? Well, as you can see... Oh, you know what? I wish I would have kept that extra that was him filming Gator 2. With matchbox cars as the car chain. Oh. I'll re-get it. I've been wanting to watch a lot of Tim Burton movies lately. Why? Well, wait. Old Tim Burton or... I should say good Tim Burton or bad Tim Burton? Okay, to me, there is no good Tim Burton because I'm always pissed off whenever I see the end of any one of his things. It's like there's movies that I just need to watch half of and stop. Because How the, do you, the wait, end hold, of Beetlejuice makes me so pissed. When they're all dancing? When she comes back in and she's not all gothy and alternative anymore and she has that shitty and grin on her face. You know she's shoplifted all those clothes. <laughs> I'd like to hope so. She was in Star Trek! <laughs> okay, why are you screaming at me that she was in Star Trek? Because, like, I'm watching it and I'm like, I'll bet you she fucking shoplifted that scarf she's wearing over her head from some kind of like fucking I don't know Vulcan Walgreens or something I just had to wonder why when you have that much money would you steal things for the rush can't you just drink like everyone else or possibly have a small drug habit well that doesn't work for the adrenaline fine fine I mean I I'm not saying I'm the I'm not gonna psychoanalyze Winona Ryder because why well but... we also just don't know her well enough I don't ever want to know. I, I mean, I guess I'd say bless you when she sneezes. That's about all I, you know, if I ever came across her. Is that her? That was her, right? Bless you? Yeah, wasn't that the thing? From, was it singles? Wasn't she in singles? I'm sure she was, but I haven't watched singles in so long. No, wait, no she, wasn't, she wasn't in singles. She was in, um, what was? No. Reality Bites. She Re was in Reality Bites. Was it, re oh, 
Yeah, Reality Bites. Wasn't that the one where like With ben, ben Stiller, Stiller never yeah. said bless you whenever she sneezes, and then right at the end, Matt Dillon says bless you in the elevator, it's, it's, and that's their meet cute. No, that's not Reality Bites, because that was the one with um, Soundgarden? Ethan Hawke. Or was it Ethan? No, yeah, no, it was Ethan Hawke and... Um... It doesn't matter. And it had uh, it was Jin, uh, Steve Zahn and Jeannie Garofalo. I think that one's Reality Which Bites. Which one had Pearl Jam in it? Or no, was it Pearl Jam or Soundgarden? It was Soundgarden. I was going to say, I hope it wasn't Pearl Jam. Something weirdly rapey about Eddie Vedder's facial expressions every once in a while. Dave Matthew, too. Now, Dave, see, once again, back to rape. Um, no, Dave, <laughs> Dave Matthews that. is, Thank you for that, well, you know, call him, I can see him. Um, Dave Matthews, I don't know, you'd imagine that he couldn't get it up based on the drinking. I hate Dave Matthews so much. Unless he had, like, a fiddle player in the background. I hate Dave Matthews so much. And it's like, it's not that I hate him as a person, I just, his music has been sandpapered into me so hard crash into you it's just like a burning red abrasion that people like to rub salt in now we're gonna we're gonna pimp a podcast real quick but um so you were i know that i think we agree with jonah ray from the nerdist on on several points in general but obviously you agree with him on dave matthews i do uh i agree with him on fun i fucking hate that band i don't know if i'm familiar with fun oh if I heard it, would I know it? Yeah, they're all over the goddamn place. Well, I don't listen to the radio, though. They're, oh, you don't watch TV, either, because they're all over commercials. Yeah, no, I don't. But they were they were on the Grammys, and it was funny, because, like, two songs got performed at the Grammys, and I immediately went, I fucking hate that song, and then it won a Grammy. And I was like, okay, so... I was going to say, and normally the music at work is either the, the Mexican radio station in the back, or the new wave station I really wish you would have stopped at Mexican radio. Um... Mexican radio. That's as far as we can go without paying rates. Um, <laughs> stuck in my head like a wall of voodoo song. Ooh, which one? Um, <laughs> Got a Chumbawamba song stuck, stuck in, in my, my head. head. Ooh, which one? Um, Trogdor, knock it off. God. And right, uh, calling the love seat. You're f- <laughs> not a euphemism. Um, <laughs> no, my cat's just a dick. This is the same cat that takes perverse joy in knocking over my expensive perfumes and rolling around in it. He knocked over a fifty bottle, a fifty dollar bottle of Miss Chanel. That son of a bitch. At this point, there's an awkward sense because I don't know anything about scents. Um, that is not sex jaguar. Um, sex panther. That's the only. Sorry, who makes sex panther? I don't know, but it has bits of real panther in it. Oh God, that's horrible. Does it work? Uh, are you setting me up, or do you not know what I'm? Okay, <laughs> for those of you not, for those of you that can't see us, uh, all of you, um, Deb is looking at me really earnestly, like she has no idea what I'm talking about, and I'm like literally going. I'm sorry, I was. Is this a you. is this a yeah? Is this a was, bit or do I? I was baiting you, yeah. You know, or do you lose a nerd card? Um, no, I was baiting you. I'm sorry. But she would gain. She gains her nerd. Card Sex back. Panther. If I thought they shut 80, that place down. Eighty percent. It smells like Bigfoot's dick. Um, I think one of the, what is it, what is it, one of the people in there is Judd Apatow. I think so. Um, because I believe he did actually. I think he cameoed in there yeah. somewhere. Um, but uh, did I get that creepy, innocent, earnest look again? I you no, I no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't the the the, the yeah. Is it alcohol? Um, 
No, I was going to ask. Um, I like how I'm acting like we have an audience. Um, I want to know we if... We have an audience of cats, and uh, that makes us sad. Oh, what is it? Oh, okay, hold on. Remind me about audience of cats in a second. Um, I know, let, let me get through this, because that's going to be shorter. Um, listen to uh, Eugene Merman. He does a thing where he has the, the crowd write um, questions before on note cards. Then he answers them in the middle of his show. Um, of his comedy, one of his comedy specials, and one of them is how many cats... Excuse me, I burped. How, you're fine. How many cats um, can you have without, like, the without going over the tip tip balance or tipping point of, like, being crazy? Oh, that's easy. The answer's two. No, no, no. The, the answer is one for every person in the household plus one. Okay, hold on. That's another who rolled dice on, on D&D and I had to do the math. Um... Unfortunately, I am over that limit. So hold on, every person in the house plus one. So, oh, so two holds up. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm in this in, I'm in this over circumstance. That, I'm over that limit, despite the fact that you have not seen them. There are two other cats I've here. Seen. Well, I don't think you've what, seen. So a total of three. There are three cats here. I don't think you've seen Princess Sasha Romanoff, last hour of Russia. My long hair. Was she the one that escaped? He. Was that the one that escaped Rasputin? Yes. Okay. Well, that's that's a that's a yeah, Sasha. That's a historical question uh, solved there. Yeah, I was gonna say Sasha. We found Anastasia. She's one of your cats. Um, well, actually, it's um, I was gonna say um, I was gonna say his name's Sasha, but that is like he's such a princessy little cat. I'm like, you can't be a boy. You're not an Alexander. <laughs> so yeah. Is it a gay cat? No. Oh. It's just a long hair that's really, really princessy. Oh. There's an episode of, the only episode of Bo- Bo- Honey Boo Boo I've ever seen was... Why were you... Why, you know I had to know because they adopted a pig. And I was like, but I thought that was a little girl. Ha ha ha. No. Um, they, and it's a boy pig, but she dresses as a girl because she maintains that it is a gay pig. Oh, I'm okay with that. No, but it's it's so, so uninformed <laughs> that either... the. Like the pig is conscious of its sexuality, or that it knows how it's being dressed, or that there are more than like two synapses firing in her brain at any given point. The girl, not the pig. Um, the pig is is far more, I think, aware of of of, of social contract than these people. Um, social contract assholes. Um, no, I wanted Which, by to. By the way, I was thinking every episode we should do a small, small suggestion on the social contract. This one will be for people going to a bar. Just so you know, ordering five minutes before the kitchen closes is a dick move. Don't fucking do it. That I, you know, and I was talking to my mom. I went social to... contract assholes. So, social contract assholes. Um, that I I uh, ordered food from Noodles yesterday and. Um, at the very last minute, I saw they offer asparagus, and I was like, "Oh, can I get that on on my food?" And the guy's like, "Oh, uh, let me." Um, and I was like, "You know, if it's a problem, like don't don't worry about it." I said at the last minute, "I don't. It's not. I'm not gonna go home and cry." Now I want asparagus. Ah, it's really good. And then, um, and you know, he had to end up like explaining it to like other coworkers that he had like an add-on, and got into this conversation of like, "Well, I'm the customer, but I'm always right." And I was like, "Well, no, I I know it from the other side that it's a pain in the ass." And that's why I said, you know, if it's a pain in the ass, don't worry about it. I think it's a good idea for everybody to work both sides, front of the house and back Fuck of the house. Fuck yes, because who I was in this conversation with had never done service industry in her life. And was like, no, the customer. And I'm going, no, but you don't, you've never worked that, that end of it. 
it's just one of those things. People don't seem to have the basic social contract ingrained in their brain, which it's like, did your parents not do a good enough job? Are you just a little ignorant? Most people are ignorant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that one. I mean, I think that if your parents have never worked service industry, despite, I mean, they may have done it like their first job. Like I worked McDonald's my first job. That was not a good, ex I mean, I literally, I was 16 and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and didn't have any, like I treated my coworkers horribly. Like whenever they were like, okay, well, I we're will gonna... admit that I definitely have mellowed a great deal over the years. And I did treat my coworkers pretty terribly when I was younger, but I also at my first job got told that I had too much work integrity and I couldn't expect that much of that behavior from my coworkers. And I'm like, I can't expect my coworkers to do as hard a job as I am. At 16. I was working in America. I didn't have a work ethic till I was like 22. I had, I when I worked say, in Paris. I, I had very strong work ethic just because my parents had both worked my entire life. So it's like, you know, whatever you're going to do, do it to the best of your abilities. And unfortunately, that going above and beyond has ended up causing me problems in the long run because I people expect so much from me now. And I'm like... I expect very little from you. That's not true. You expect my smiling face and witty banter. Only half of that's true. Um, Fine, my angry smiling face. I was gonna go witty banter. <laughs> hmm? I said I was just, I was actually gonna go witty banter. Um, yeah, don't expect you to smile. Um, well, and, one of those things. I really only smile when I'm happy. That's why I work back of the house now, because that way I don't have to fake smile for anyone. Back of the house is another porn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no. Mm, mm -hmm. It's my kitchen. I make food there. No, no, no. Making food is a euphemism for fucking. Um, I'm so good at this. Shut up. Um, I um, other than I want to tell the audience that I just picked a piece of energy bar out of my mouth. Um, it was delicious, um, but not worth savoring, so I took that piece out. Gross. Um, Thank you for that. I'll I file that one. Away. I yes. Um, you're welcome, internet. Um. I want to, I, I, I'm saying this for both Deb and the audience that doesn't exist. I have to pee, so I want to, I want to wrap this up with just one thing, uh, okay. because I'm staring at your bookcase. Did you, <laughs> I, I want to know if you got it before or after you heard the bit of Go Ask Alice. Oh, because I'm sure that, no, that way, changes no. it. If no, okay. I had that way, way before that. And I we're think we're I referencing I, uh, the Paul F. Tompkins bit on that from no, I think I Freak War. I read War. it in high school, and oh, it's got to be from Freak War because that's the line. Yeah, I was gonna say I read it in high school, and I always took it with a grain of salt. Okay, it's one of those things where it's the. But until he did that bit, I don't think I ever fully thought about how bullshit it was. See, I've I had heard of the book, but never read it, and then heard the bit. Did you have you read it yet? No, I might have to lend it to you. Because it's really, it's a very easy read. But yeah, like I said, I think I read it and took it with a grain of salt, but never really fully thought about how bullshit it was. Especially the part the I smoke, I was going to say, I tried LSD last night, but I really want to smoke pot. Hot, yeah. And Which, I'm like, what? Now I'm, that I think about it, I'm like, really? Really want to, really thought I Because I really, once you do hallucinogens, you just want to keep doing hallucinogens. You don't want to dumb back down. And it's, it's like, It's you like know, having steak and then having Totino's. Back to Tatinos again. Is that a rape? Bruschetta is actually my preferred frozen pizza. Mm, um, I'm a big fan of DiGiorno. Um, hmm. I, I don't really have I don't really have a favorite frozen pizza. I do know that I like to eat some of the cheese that's still frozen. Um, 
And uh, I've already got a mark for that, but oh, what is that? Let's do 13. Oop, let's actually type right. Well, since your bladder is apparently going to explode, we can wrap this up and say thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo. Banjo! Uh, that will be uh, pre-taped, but thank you very much. But I wanted to say it anyways. Uh, banjo! Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!